Welcome to day 178 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today are Ecclesiastes chapter 7 through 9. Here's some thoughts to guide your reading for today. One important truth from the wisdom tradition is that age gives, or at least should give, us perspective on what is important in life. When we look back across our years, we usually realize that many of the things we worried about most weren't important in the long run, and some of the most difficult experiences turned out to be some of the most important times of growth in our life. That's the primary point of the somewhat confusing poem that opens chapter 7, verses 1 through 12. Verse 8 states, The end of something is better than its beginning. The point of each of these sayings seems to be that the character we've achieved at the end of our lives is more valuable than the freedom we had at the beginning or the quest for ease that we pursued in the middle of our life. Verses 15 through 29 return to the limitations of both wealth and wisdom. Again, the theme is that we should be extremely humble in how we interpret the events of our lives or the lives of others. God's ways are not always clear to us. Verse 26 statement about the woman who is a trap to Koheleth is not a statement against women, but in the light of the foolishness and folly mentioned in verse 25, it's almost certainly a reference to Lady Folly, who was the personification of foolishness and the contrast to Lady Wisdom in the book of Proverbs. For Koheleth, we certainly will not grasp the truth of everything, but if we follow the wrong voices, we can and will make a huge mess of our lives. Chapter 8 continues many of the themes from chapter 7. Wisdom is valuable but elusive. Justice also is very hard to find. Part of the uniqueness of this chapter is that the life of humility and enjoyment that applies to everyday common people applies to the king as well. The ruler may have a great deal more control than the average person does, but the king too, in perspective, has little control over death or how the future will ultimately come to pass. Chapter 9 reflects more on the seeming injustices of life. Verse 11 famously laments, I also observed under the sun that the race doesn't always go to the swift, nor the battle to the mighty, nor food to the wise, nor wealth to the intelligent, nor favor to the knowledgeable, because accidents can happen to anyone. Scholars point to the lone inclusion of Sheol in the book of Ecclesiastes. It comes in verse 10. Part of Koheleth's lament is that in the imagination of Ecclesiastes, there's no afterlife where God can reward the righteous and judge the wicked. He seems to recognize that in this absence, there is something significant missing. In fact, scholars argue that in this sense, Koheleth serves as a kind of setup for the New Testament doctrine of the resurrection. As Paul states in 1 Corinthians 15, 19, without the hope of the resurrection, we are to be pitied more than all people. Because in the resurrection, the inequities of this life will be rectified and the enjoyment of life will ultimately then not be fleeting. It's important to face the sober realities of life with Koheleth, but It is also a blessing to face those realities with the hope that we now have in the resurrected Christ. We finish our quick journey through Ecclesiastes tomorrow with the final chapters, chapters 10 through 12, and we're adding Psalm 76. I'll talk to you tomorrow.